Hello! Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. Of course, I am Greg, and this time I am actually joined by... Beth! I'm back! We're back! Yes, we are back. Glad to be here. Glad to be back. Yeah, you had a super exciting trip that we talked all about on our uh, bonus episode on Patreon. Um, All kinds of food and all kinds of Hocus Pocus Mm -hmm. stuff. Yes, if you want to hear more about that, head on over to the Patreon. A little shameless plug there for you. Um, yes, yes, had an amazing time, had so much good food. The weather was incredible. I don't know if it'll ever happen again all at the same time. So I'm really just relishing in it. And I did take a lot of photos. So I posted a couple, but, um, I was telling them on the pet chat, I took about 500 photos. So, and probably most Holy. people will never see them. I'm just going to go back through them from time to time to remember my trip. There was okay, another good. Disney personal collection. There, yeah. There was another Disney account that was there, but I cannot remember who it was, but literally I was like following I was like going through my stories and I'm like, I, I was just there. Like, who is this person? Cause I don't know them. I just follow them. But so I like messaged them. Was yeah. like, I literally was just there. Oh, and I forgot to share this on the pat chat. We walked out of the witch house and we're like about to cross the street and we turn around and we were like, uh, this guy's proposing. He like proposed to his girlfriend in oh. front of the witch house. It was very, it was weird. Not the place that I would have picked uh, personally, but I'm sure they had some kind of connection to it. Um, and you could tell she was genuinely shocked. She had, you know, cause nowadays you're like, oh, you had your hair and your nails done. You, you probably knew it was coming. No, she had this look on yeah. her face. Like she genuinely had no idea what was happening. And so then we were all like, uh, I feel like we have to cheer now. There's that awkward, like, Woo, this is really weird, but we have to cheer. Cause you just like said yes. Anyways. So that kind of added to the experience there for you. Um, but we have some fun stuff to cover today, but I have a big announcement. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Yesterday, yes. as of yesterday, Doug and I are officially booked for Disneyland Paris in 2022. <gasps> oh my god! It's How official. How do you feel about it? I feel great. We had to call the credit card company though because it would have been a couple days earlier, but <laughs> we, um, I guess, because it was overseas, it like flagged the credit card and it wasn't going through, so we had to mm. call and then they couldn't figure it out and they had to get a supervisor to call us back and then that took another day. But it's official. We are booked. Um, I'm super excited. If you haven't heard, I think I don't know if I've actually shared this over here, but we're going to Europe next summer on a big family trip. And then Mm -hmm. Doug and I are ending our trip in Disneyland Paris. And I can't wait. So that's I'll probably take a thousand photos at that one, even though we're only spending like three days there. (laughs) But just get ready, everyone. Dude or dudette. I'm excited for you. There are so many (laughs) cool things over there that I think are different from our park here and even Disneyland over on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, you get to like experience a, what I kind of call an alternate reality Disney. Cause you know, you grew up with Disney world. Yeah. So when you go to like other Disney parks, you're like, wait a second, this is like, like, I know it's Disney, Weird, but yeah. it doesn't feel like Disney, but it will eventually feel like Disney if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, and I've never been to any other Disney park, so it's going to be very weird. Um, but I mean, I feel like they're like Disneyland Paris is kind of set up a lot like Magic Kingdom. I mean, not like all of it, yeah. but like their main street area. I've just heard it's absolutely gorgeous over there. So I cannot wait. And it will be hot. It will be summertime. Ooh. But um, I'm just hoping that it's we have really great weather. So we shall see. You've done some things. Tell me what you've been up to and doing the Disneyverse things. Yeah, I've been keeping busy as usual, uh, running around the parks and whatnot. And something I've been meaning to mention since October 1st, which, as you know, kicked off the 50th anniversary of uh, Walt Disney World is you know the buses around property have, um, the, obviously they display the name of the resort that they're going to or park, you know, mm-hmm. depending on where you are. 
Um, and sometimes like over the years they've added kind of fun phrases to them, you know, like for the contemporary, it'll say welcome contemporaries or, you know, things like that, but they've changed all the phrases or at least some of the phrases for the 50th. Um, some of them are themed to the resort that they're going to or the park. So now it'll say like, you know, magic kingdom. And then when it's not magic kingdom, it switches to a phrase and it'll say things like celebrating 50 years of turkey legs or celebrating oh. 50 years of happily ever afters, which is a little bit of a okay. knife in the in the back right now because yeah. they took it away. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm sorry you missed that. Sorry we mentioned it. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they mentioned a couple things, parades and cavalcades, tall tales, which is an interesting one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday's and tomorrow's, which somehow is deep. Like that hits me as like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Like they're, they've been around for quite a while and yet they can const- you know, continue to look toward the future. Um, celebrating 50 years of imagination, celebrating 50 years of mad tea party. So those kinds of things. Okay, cool. So it could be like a little mini game for yourself while you're here in the next 17 months, uh, you know, as the celebration continues to see how many different phrases you can see on the buses. Cause there's a bunch that's yeah. maybe a handful of them as compared to how many actually exist. So something to look out for. Do you want to know what I'm celebrating? Uh, I'm celebrating all of the questions now that everyone wants to know my thoughts on Disney increasing their prices. That's what I'm celebrating. Uh, well, Disneyland my brother increasing their prices. I know. Well, everybody sees that, though, and they think it's Disney World. And I'm like, well, that's Disney. Like, that's what they yes. do. Uh, but my telling Greg earlier, my brother sent me a TikTok this morning, and it was the commercial from, I think it was 1992. It was a TikTok commercial from Disney okay. put out in 1992. And the... Day ticket prices were $24 for a park, and to stay on the hmm. resort, it was $99. And I said, that makes me want to punch someone. <laughs> but here we are. Someone you don't know, just a random a random person on the street. Come here, I'm really angry about Disney. <laughs> Boom. Disney increased their prices, and I'm just, I've had it. I have had it. Man. She's had it. Um, um, I do yeah. want to mention, I was finally able to go on It's a Small World, which when I say finally, I mean, it's been a couple of months, but they've done a wonderful repainting job on the ride so if you haven't seen the entrance area now by the way our entrance here is nothing like the loading area is nothing like the disneyland california one that's beautiful it's outdoors it's like you know it's this big structure but our little indoor loading area if it's a small world has been like nice it's been kind of lighter like more i guess like maybe a pastel color palette i don't know but a little bit kind of more bland yeah but now it's like super colorful and beautiful and i posted a photo on our instagram too because with the clock there that you know pops open they have all Mm -hmm. the numbers on the side and as you saw in the photo they chose two numbers to stand out more than the others and of course that's the five and the zero which are next to each other which obviously indicates the 50th anniversary which i thought was Mm -hmm. a neat little touch that you have to like pay attention to to see but it's beautiful so if it's been a while since you've been on it's a small world and maybe you still hate the song and i'm so sorry check it out because it's definitely got a, a new look to it with the different yeah. the different areas. You can handle repainted. the song for like eight minutes, you know. Maybe if you get stuck on it, I'm sorry for you. Yeah. But you can handle the song for a few minutes. It's fine. Just take it on the sights and the sounds. Yes, exactly. Oh, and it's a new season. Halloween season is officially over, which means Christmas is here. Uh, personally, I will be putting up one of my trees my bedroom tree. I'm probably going to do that tonight. I'm just over it. I've already changed my backdrops on my uh, my wallpaper on my phone. It's Christmas now. I'm just over it. I'm ready to give out candy and then be done and put Christmas up. Doug and I both are like, we're just ready. I if Honestly, yeah. I would probably take all of the Halloween down and put Christmas up, but he'd probably be mad because he didn't get to do it with me. So, But I'm itching, man. I'm itching. So I was like, fine. I'm going to put up my bedroom tree at least. <laughs> I'm doing something Christmassy. I just can't wait. 
I can't wait either. That reminds me, I have to change my key fob because I have my Mickey pumpkin one from mm. World Traveler Trading. And now that it's Christmas time, I have my yeah. Christmas Mickey one that I got to I gotta take off the wall. I'm looking right at it and I got to uh, take that off my little hook off the wall and throw my keys on it because it's, it's basically Christmas season now yeah. that Halloween's over. Hey, and if you want to save some money for World Traveler Trading, you can head on over there to her Etsy account and save with our discount code, which is... That Park Life. I mean, may as well go ahead and shameful plug her. She, um, she was showing off like her Halloween costume party from work yesterday, and she like added some uh, Disney flair to it. So I was thinking about her last night. Before we jump into our new topic, which will ultimately be like a new series of episodes, I would like to debut a mini new segment. If you'd like to indulge me, anyway, that is. Let's do it. I will indulge. Yes, and I didn't warn you about this ahead of time, but don't worry. There's nothing that you need to do because this um, new segment is called. What did Greg say? So I was editing, and this was a few uh, episodes ago, where um, we did our resort rundown on Fort Wilderness, or at least we were talking about Fort Wilderness. And um, I I said something, and I left it in, and I don't even know if anyone heard it, but I brought a little clip. So um, you'll hear, I'm going to play the whole thing. It's 10 seconds, and I want to see if you notice any of the words stand out to you at all, um, or if they sound questionable. So here's a clip. In this new segment, I'm what nervous. did Greg say? I'm nervous. Some of the things we played before, so when we did our resort rundown for Fort Wilderness, part of the Fort Wilderness resort opening <laughs> happened like alongside the opening of Walt Disney World. What, so let's ask you, what did Greg say in there? <laughs> Greg because said Fort Wilderness. <laughs> I think I may have said Fort Wilderness. So I'm going to play this again. So I say the, the name of the resort, Fort Wilderness, twice. The first right. one's okay. I, I think I accidentally say Fort Wilderness. Fort Wilderness. And the and the second one. So here, let's now that you know what I think yeah. I may have said, listen to it again. Some of the things we've played before. So when we did our resort rundown for Fort Wilderness, part of the Fort Wilderness resort opening I definitely happened said Fort. like Whoops. alongside <laughs> the opening of Walt Disney. World. This is my new favorite thing. Okay, we have another one. No, that's all I have. Oh, okay. I, I've been oh my holding gosh. On to that and I totally forgot about it. I love it. that Fart Wilderness. Um, I feel like I probably have a bunch of these, honestly, because I'll catch myself and be like, I, I don't even think I said that right. But we're just moving on. I'm hoping he's going to crop that out. But maybe not. No. Maybe well, not. And it kind of coincides with something else because I have a coworker who started listening to my podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this shout out, you know who you are. But mm-hmm. um, I jokingly said to him, I'm sorry, we haven't been doing fart sounds in a while. By the way, this was someone who used to be a leader of mine that mm-hmm. so like, I don't know, it's just always bizarre when people I work with listen to this. So um, this one is for him. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much. Um, one last thing. <laughs> Speaking of fart sounds, I did post to our Instagram account um, our fall 2021 survey. If you'd like to offer mm-hmm. feedback, it is totally anonymous. Yes. Um, it's a great way for you to let us know how we're doing. Also suggest either topics or guests you'd like to, us to have on our show. Um, some of the ones that have come in so far are some really interesting guests. Some yeah. of them, I'm going to tell you right now, I will never invite them because I don't like them, but I'm not going to tell you who that was. <laughs> but um, been, I've gotten some great suggestions so far. Cool. Um, as to who you all want us to interview. So keep keep those coming in. There'll be a link to our anonymous survey in the yeah. description of this episode, and it's still right there in our uh, bio on Instagram as well. So um, I get a lot of questions, and I'm sure you do too, people asking about you know food they can eat in the parks mm-hmm. and out, outside of the more specialty, limited-run food things, right? Because we have some... Um, I have something coming up in our, in our News Nuggets segment where we talk about some holiday food that's coming around the corner here, but... Some, some of the more staples and things that are actually worth it. So the debut of a new series of uh, episode topics starts today. 
So I think it's cool to think about the different food options in the parks because sometimes you don't want to spend money and sometimes you want to splurge, right? Yep. And I'm going to say that we're calling these our go-to budget meals in the parks. And then maybe we'll do springs after that too because yeah. there's so many options there as well. And I do want to clarify, when we say budget, we're, we're going to say we're going to keep it under $15 a meal. And the reason why that's budget, if you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's kind of expensive. Listen, Disney has premium prices for everything. That's a Disney budget. <laughs> if that's something that's too much, you could probably get lower than this. And I feel like you and I have these meals set up where if you needed to take off a piece of it, like mm-hmm. if you wanted to skip a drink or something, or I don't drink coffee, but yeah. whatever, right? So figure that out. You can bring bring some stuff in, I guess, if you really want to supplement these things. But our our dollar amount is $15 for budget. Yeah. And honestly, the like budgeted prices is normal prices for a lot of people, right? Like me going like up to the Northeast, I'm like, that's like a normal price up there. Down, now where I'm from, it's a little yeah. bit pricey, but it really just depends on where you're coming from. So we're calling yeah. it Disney budget just because it's budget for everyone. Okay. Budget for everyone, yes. Mm-hmm. After this series, I'm thinking of doing a splurge meals yeah. at mm-hmm. the parks in Springs, which I think is exciting too, because it's a totally different dining experience, yeah. as you might imagine. For sure. So what we'll do here is go through each meals of the day. So we'll, we'll give a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner. Um, talk about a little bit of the meal, what it costs. And today, of course, we're doing Magic Kingdom. Our favorite, of course. Okay. Our favorite. Do you want to kick us off with breakfast? Sure. All right. Let's hear it. Um, I'm going to go over to a place that I think a lot of people don't know exist, and it's called Westward Ho, which, by the way, is what they call me every time I fly to California. It's your drag name. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yes, it's a great drag name. So uh, Westward Ho, so this is right across the Pecos Bill entrance. So if you're walking in Frontierland, like the shooting arcades on your left, and then Pecos Bill's on your left too, you know, and the, and the Rivers of America's on your right. It's right when you get to the point where you could make a right to head towards Splash Mountain. There's a popcorn stand there. So it's just a stand. It's not a quick service. Technically, it's a counter service. And they have a delicious breakfast sandwich there. It is bacon, egg, and cheese on a multi-grain croissant. Mm. I'm sorry, a multi-grain croissant. Croissant. And uh, speaking, yeah, I'm trying to be more French yeah. now that you're going to Disneyland yeah, Paris. There you go. Kind of, I'm going to work this oui, into oui. my life now. Um, the breakfast sandwich is $6.79, and it is 100% delicious. Obviously, $6.79 is a little lower than our $15 limit, so I would like to allow an opportunity for someone to get their caffeine. I happen to not be a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. I don't know you don't really drink coffee either, but I know a lot of people do. So, of course, you can add a coffee there. A regular coffee starts at $3.29, but they also have a cold brew there with other, like, mixins mm-hmm. and stuff, which yeah. isn't much more money. It's only 30 I think, cents more. So just this croissant and a cup of coffee, let's say you get that, that's $10.08 plus tax. And if you're wondering, well, where do I sit if it's a counter service, right? So counter services, you wait online, you get the food. It's like a booth at the food and wine festival, right? Like, what do you do? Well, you don't have to eat on top of a garbage can. Um, You can use the outdoor seating area of Pecos Bill. So the restaurant itself is not open, but a lot of people do that. So they just go over there and sit. And it's great because, you know, obviously this is breakfast, so it's earlier in the day. Although even early in the day in like July and August and September is still freaking hot. But um, the rest of the time of the year, pretty much, it's like nice over there. It's usually quiet because the restaurant isn't open. Not a ton of people are headed back that way at that time, right? They're usually headed to Seven Dwarfs Mindrain. Seven Dwarfs Mindrain. Seven Dwarfs And um, yeah, and other places, right? So it's kind of like this nice little thing you get to do, get a nice 
breakfast sandwich. Obviously, if you're allergic to any of those ingredients, don't don't get this breakfast sandwich. Right. That goes for everything we say today. This is assuming there are no food allergies involved. Um, but I really like it. I think it's a nice little vibe. You can kind of eat it quick. And if you don't want to waste time and sit down, just eat it as you go. It's a croissant. It's not like you have to pay attention to it. You know, just kind of shove it in your pie hole and keep going. <laughs> just shove it down your gullet, Phyllis. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I That was one that I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was there. Or maybe we've walked past it, but I've mm. just never really paid attention to it. Um, and I feel like that would probably be something I would be willing to try out. Mine is a little bit yeah, more commercial, good. if you will. Um, on the contrary, I do okay. love coffee. I just have realized in my older age that I cannot have as much caffeine. So I have to have decaf, which is like very like, don't tell a coffee drinker that you drink decaf because it'll just kind of cut eyes at you. Um, yeah. So mine is really just for a quick breakfast in Magic Kingdom is to go to Starbucks. Starbucks, everyone. Okay. Honestly, because Starbucks is a comfort thing for a lot of people because you want to be able to get a drink that you like and it's going to taste the same or a food item that you like and it's going to taste the same. Like a coffee, you might want to, you might get a latte. It might be like 4 or $5 for a latte um, depending on what you like to get. I usually get Americanos. So my drinks usually are around like $4 or so. It's like usually between four and four fifty, okay. um, and the breakfast food items that I like to get are either the bacon gouda sandwich, which I did. I'll pull up these prices here, like for me. So bacon gouda here is four twenty five. Uh, spinach and feta, spinach, feta, and egg wrap, um, egg white wrap is three ninety five here. That's probably like my go to, and then the bacon and gruyere uh, sous vide egg right egg bites. I cannot talk today. I'm so sorry. Uh, those are four sixty five. So I feel like for a quick breakfast, because we're usually moving more towards um, doing lunches and dinners in the parks. Breakfast, if I'm honest, we do a lot of protein shakes. Yeah. Uh, we'll do protein bars. Like we just kind of like grab something on the go when we leave to head over to the parks. But if I'm going to eat in the park, it's going to be something a little bit like smaller. And these are, I mean, they still fill you up. Like when you're drinking a coffee, if you're having, especially if you have uh, milk or cream in it, that's going to be like your fat that's going to kind of fill you up a little bit um, and then add one of these food items to it. And that's definitely under $15 per person. And I feel like you're still getting a good amount of food there. Um, I also like a pumpkin or banana nut loaf as well from Starbucks. Those are kind of my other favorites. Hmm. So not- I've had the uh, spinach and feta egg wrap white mm-hmm. there before. It's good. It is good. And, and it's I think one I've of the-, the bacon, gouda and egg. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, too. those are the spinach feta wrap is one of the like healthier items I would say on there. So if you're like wanting something a little bit healthier, you can also get protein boxes there. And I don't think those are that expensive. They might be like six or $7. So depending on what you're wanting, um, they have a lot of different options I would say in there, even though it's, you know, it is a Starbucks. It's not like a Disney run thing, but it's in Disney and everything in there kind of, you know, it looks a little Disney. They have Disney merch and stuff in there. So get you, get you some, some Starbucks. It's one of my favorite things, too, to, like, Gosh. get a Starbucks and walk down Main Street. That's just – it's it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a basic B move, but it's it – I get it. Is. It's enjoyable. I'm very white. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, All right. I didn't say that. You said that. That's right. So, Let's move to lunch. <clears throat> okay. So uh, for lunch, by the way, I would be willing to eat all three of these meals in one day. So I just would like mm-hmm. to point that out. I probably have done this before. Um, although, you know, now as a local, I tend not to be in a park for all three meals, but for sure, just FYI would do this. I would commit to this. That's how serious I am about these meals. Okay. So my (laughs) lunch would take place over at Columbia Harbor house, Mm. Columbia Harbor house, right? They have the U in there for Harbor. It's very fancy. (laughs) So this, 
Yeah, right. I mean, have you seen the bonnets they wear? Super fancy. Seriously. So um, this, is, of course, is in Liberty Square. It's the quick service dining location there across from, you know, Haunted Mansion and whatnot. We've talked about it before a bunch. Um, this is a relatively new meal. I don't remember this being there pre-pandemic, but this meal is called the Hail to the Leaf. Oh. You see what's going on here, guys? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's presidential sounding, but it's Hail to the Leaf. Okay, so... It is a mixed greens salad with apples, cheddar cheese, dried cranberries, and an apple vinaigrette. And on top of it are fried chicken strips. So it's two of the tenders that you would normally get anywhere else. And uh, part of like the slightly healthier side of me wishes it were grilled chicken, but the more indulgent side, the one that's like, screw this, I'm on vacation, even though, you know, yeah, it's not really a vacation fried. for me. Um, <laughs> love that it's fried chicken, chicken because it's mm-hmm. delicious. Honestly, the salad was really good. And it's eleven ninety nine plus tax. Mm-hmm. So this in and of itself to me is a whole meal. And typically I'll just get a cup of water. I don't normally get a drink for lots of reasons, but mostly because I think that I'm cheap. But um, I don't mind the Florida tap water. I know that's a bit of a, an issue, you're a challenge used, for others. But for me, I, I think it's fine. If you're not used to yeah, it, it's a I mean, little bit. I don't uh, have a choice. Yeah, it's like right in your face. It's a little much. <laughs> mm-hmm. My brother-in-law calls it broccoli water, and I get that. <laughs> it has a taste. Uh. So I will say, if you're thinking, well, it's a salad, that's not much of a meal. This was really filling. Um, it was a lot of salad the last time I got it. And in the salad also is the apples, the cranberries and stuff to mm-hmm. add a little extra, plus the chicken. Some fiber, man. Quite a bit of protein there. But um, it just it's a lot, and the dressing is so good. Um, it's just an, an apple vinaigrette and it was a little creamier than I thought it might be, mm-hmm. but oh my gosh, it was just really good. And I love the eating environment in here because we always go up to the second floor. So it's a, it's a two story eating, a, a two story restaurant. You can go upstairs and we always go up in the little room. And if you've ever seen our TikTok account, it's one of our two TikToks that got any real views. I think it's <laughs> like a couple of hundred thousand, this mm-hmm. one, but it's the area where you can sit up and overlook, depending on which window you're looking out, either Liberty Square or Fantasyland. And it's cool up there. Mm-hmm. I just I just really like it. And the restaurant itself, although a quick service restaurant, there's kind of a, a lot to investigate up there. There are not a lot of Disney nods necessarily, but there are nods to other things you'll see in other attractions. If you remember, we're gonna go we're gonna time travel here for a moment, okay? Mm. When we did our deep dive on Haunted Mansion. We talked about how the there are other things in the area, including some of the decorations in Columbia Harbor House that tie into Haunted Mansion. So feel free to go back and listen to that episode. But scavenger hunt. So there are things to look around. Yeah, look around while you're there, while you're waiting for your food to be ready or whatever. Um, There's a lot to do, and that salad is really good. Sounds delicious and very fibrous. Mm. The bathrooms, the tangled bathrooms, are right around the corner, just for you. Yes. Um, okay, for our lunch, we're going to go over to Pecos Bills because we love the options that they have there. So our go-to is the Taco Trio, and you can pick which different meats you want in there. Doug likes to do the cauliflower. Um, I like to do the pork, but you can like mix and match whatever you want to do. They've really put a lot of meat in those tacos. Um, that's just a weird sentence. I'm so sorry. But... It's a lot of food. So by the time you add all your fixins and things to it, it's quite a bit of food. And we like to add, and those are, let's see, the taco trio is ten ninety nine. So you get three tacos for ten ninety nine. Okay. It is a good amount of food, especially for Disney. Um, and then if you want to share, you can also get a side of chips to share. Like sometimes I like to have something crunchy. There have been times that we brought mm. our own chips and seen other people pull out bags of chips. So then I didn't feel mm. so bad because mm. I was like, oh, other people have done it too. Like bring your own tortilla chips if you yes. want. 
Um, because I mean, it's not a ton of chips that they give you. And if you like to eat a lot of chips, like I do, it's like, you're going to need to bring your own bag. Um, <laughs> but you can also load those up and kind of like make your own nachos with them. And those are only four ninety nine for a side. So that's like our go-to okay. for that. Um, what I like to do also is add, there's like a pineapple, like fruity salsa that they put on some of their tacos. And I will usually ask to get some of that on the side to throw on there because it's delicious and, or just use it as kind of like a chip mm. salsa because it's so good. Yeah. So that's my pro tip there. Um, and there's tons of seating in there. It may not look like there's a lot of seating, but like you kind of keep walking around and it's like, oh, there's another room. Oh, there's another room. So lots of seating. People are moving in and out very quickly. Um, and we like the atmosphere in there. Like it's, it's nothing too like crazy, but it is, I like the higher ceilings, kind of like that open area. Um, there are no backs to the seat. So it's like stools around little tables, if you will. But it's a good little pit stop if you need a good pit stop. I will say if you're looking for seating with a back, the upper dining area that you might not even know is there because normally the rope is up and you can't walk mm-hmm. up the walkway. But if it's busy enough to where they're opening that like back dining section, we have yeah. to go up the ramp. Those seats do have back. chairs because they also can use that space for like they can open up those big doors and it kind of blends into the Tortuga Tavern area. Mm-hmm. So those chairs do have backs. So you'll catch me up there. If we're not in the romance room, I'm sure I've mentioned that before. I don't know why we call it that, but when you're in Pecos Bill and you get your food and you're heading towards the seating area, it's the one first on the left just after the bathrooms. You have to go past the uh, poopical clouds yes. to get yep. to the romance yep. area. So it's a real juxtaposition. You really want to kind of like put your hand up over your food. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You definitely want to block it. Got to have the, the poop blockers up. So... um, it's like outdoor theming indoors, which is one of my wife Nicole's favorite things because yeah. it looks like you're on like this outdoor plaza, but you're inside, obviously. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm totally with you on the vibe of Pecos Bill. I'm a big fan. Yeah. And not super expensive. So more budget friendly. No. All right. Our last meal. That makes it sound like we're dying. Our, <laughs> our last meal for, for this, for our go-to budget meals in Magic Kingdom. Of course, it's time to eat. With sunny freaking eclipse, you know that I'm going over to Cosmic Ray's Starlight Mm. Cafe. Of course, right? How could I? How could I say (laughs) anything other than this? This is, and you know what? I'm just gonna say we go classic cheeseburger. There is an option for a cheeseburger with bacon. Mm -hmm. It just for me, it's not worth it. Um, I would rather have more fries and less bacon, but I get I get the bacon craze. So classic cheeseburger and fries is $10.99 plus tax, but the fun doesn't stop there. Okay. So I dress up my burger a really specific way. I oh, put a little suit and tie on it. Do tell. No, I, um, I go to the, the Toppins bar, which during the, let's say, phased reopening of things, now that it's mm-hmm. been over a year, the Toppings bar isn't quite what it used to be. Um, everything is prepackaged. So there are no like sauteed onions out there or like the, the ketchup you squirt. Everything is, you know, in mm-hmm. packets and they have the barbecue and ranch, um, like little cups, you know, with the lids. So um, I get one ranch and one barbecue, and I put barbecue sauce on the patty of the burger, usually on the bottom part of it. And then on the bun, I put ranch. So I make myself a little, like, barbecue ranch cheeseburger yeah. with it. And then, of course, we do the, uh, you know, fries on fries on the side. Um, there's a lot of things going on in, in Cosmic Rays. And I know that I'm there quite a bit, right? But one of the many reasons I love it is is the food. I'm aware that it's a quick service burger, right? It's not going to be a gourmet burger. I think we all know at this point one of my favorite burgers on property is Deluxe Burger. Mm-hmm. But I will say that this is our reset meal. There's something really comforting to me about this cheeseburger here at Cosmic Rays. It brings me right back to being a kid. I ate so mm-hmm. often at Cosmic Rays as a kid. But there's so many 
cool places to eat in here if you if you don't want to sit with sunny eclipse <laughs> i understand you're incorrect but i understand because <laughs> um, literally we just we just sit there and enjoy listening to sunny eclipse with his big head and his little tiny toes <laughs> playing his astro organ with the space angels and uh if you don't want a sunny eclipse seat because it could be a little loud mm-hmm. um there are so many cool seats on the let's say the main level that face the castle so yeah. you can sit there, you get to enjoy the AC, eat your food, and just kind of like look up, and boom, there's like the gorgeous um, castle with like the trees around it, right? That you're kind of seeing it from the Tomorrowland area, obviously. So it's a nice viewpoint. And up there, and in the rest of the restaurant where you can't hear Sunny, they play the classic Tomorrowland area music. Yeah. So you get all like a little beep up robot sounds playing mm-hmm. with the music and stuff. And that's one of the many reasons why... Um, I, I like eating there in addition to it being a go-to budget meal for mm-hmm. me it's a great experience now I got just a meal here just the burger and fries I would normally get a cup of water and I will tell you I have never really enjoyed any of the dessert options mm. at Cosmic Rays because typically with dinner is where I'll have try to have a dessert either immediately or you know later in the night but just nothing ever hits here. So I, I can't recommend yeah. any of the desserts to add on to get yourself up to $15. Right now, the, the go-to thing is their chocolate bunt cake with purple icing. A boot? You can just look at that and know it's... Yeah, it's a, a boot. cake? Um, you know it's not... It's just not going to be what you want it to be. So I would yeah. say if you're going to spend 4 to $5 on a dessert, go somewhere else and get something that you really, really like. Did you give us a price of the burger? What was the burger price? Ten ninety nine plus tax. Okay, yeah, that's So good. you'll be under your 15 if you don't get a drink. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the the tip there is just like have water, don't get a drink. It's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean sometimes when you're just like hot and you're sweaty and you just like a coke sounds really amazing, right? Like or some, whatever your soft drink of choice is, but you can splurge on that if you want to, maybe just not for every meal. Um my dinner meal is we're going to head over to Sleepy Hollow. So this is kind of like that little oh. walk-up uh window area like right as you're getting into Liberty Square. And mm-hmm. our go-to there is the sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich. And it's only $10.49. Mm. $10.49. It is a good amount of food. Um, they used to actually do larger chicken breasts in there, and they kind of went smaller. But it's still very good. Um, I mean, it's chicken and waffles. Who doesn't love that? You can get this, uh, the sweet one if you would like to. But as obviously for a meal, we would like to do the sweet and spicy chicken one. So we do that, and then you can get a side of house-made chips, and the chips are only $2.99, and they're delicious. They're like those thick, like almost like thick kettle chips, um, and they're they're almost like a little bit overcooked, so they're just nice and crispy, and love those. And so, yeah, there's the ambiance around there. That's where they widened. Is that the word? That's where they widened the, the crosswalk yes. there. So there's um, a little bit more space to kind of move around in that area. It's kind of like sort of on the backside of the castle, but really great like ambiance area. And if you don't want to sit over there, you can obviously just go sit in like the hub. You can go sit in the middle in front of the castle. A lot of times we have gotten food there to go sit and wait for fireworks and things like that. So depending on what time you're getting food and what time you're getting set up for fireworks, it's a good quick like go grab food there and then go sit in your spot where you're like waiting for fireworks. Um, and it's delicious. Every time we've gotten it, we're like so Oof. good and we love the chips. And I can't remember if it used to come with chips and now you have to get them on the side. But either way, like it's still a, a pretty budget friendly meal. And then if you want dessert, you can go back for the sweet waffle sandwich, but you probably won't. So <laughs> and split that. Oof. 
I've seen so many people rushing. Like, they clearly just came from Sleepy Hollow, and they're rushing to get to wherever the rest of their family is, or they're trying to get a seat somewhere. And every time they walk by, the food, whatever they have in their hand, it always smells and looks so good. Yes, it's delicious over there. Highly recommend it. Yeah. So those are some go-to budget meals in Magic Kingdom. Um, so if you've been curious about what you could eat without totally breaking your trip budget, mm-hmm. um, hopefully those help you out a little bit. And of course, if you have any food allergies, there are likely to be allergy-friendly options of those things. You can mobile order on the Disney app. Mm-hmm. I know uh, some of the things I mentioned, for sure, they have allergy versions of them. So always check them by Disney Experience app. If you have to modify your meal in a certain way, you can always talk to the you know the cashier on the inside if you got to do that. All right. Want to do some news? I have a... This might be more than a nugget. It's I think it's a tender worth oh, okay. of news today. I'm down with that. All right. All right. If you're not totally sick of hearing about food for this episode, because <laughs> that's like, I don't know, pretty much all we've talked about, the Disney Parks blog came out with like the holiday foodie guide for yes. things that are coming out starting in November. So November and December and a little bit into January. And... Um, I wanted to give some highlights because some of the items that they talked about are only available on the holiday itself. So like only on Thanksgiving or only on Christmas. And Mm -hmm. chances are, listening to this right now, you're not going to be here on Thanksgiving or Christmas, but you might be here in the month of November, December, and January. So I wanted to give the items that have a longer range of time of availability. So um, we'll talk about three of the four parks. Epcot kind of has its own thing going on with the International Festival of the Holidays, where they have all the food booths mm-hmm. outside. Booths. Uh, let's start over at Animal Kingdom. And the one place I'll mention over here is Satuli Canteen. This will be available the entire month of December. It is a peppermint cream cheese mousse. Ooh, yes. So they're advertising it as peppermint cream cheese mousse, peppermint sauce, peppermint candy pieces, and chocolate, quote, dirt which I'm sure is like maybe a crumbled up brownie kind of a situation. But Usually it's uh, Oreo cookie. Yeah, or maybe that. That's probably closer to what it is. Yeah, like a Oreo dust, if you will. Um, this is like their typical thing. They tend to have those mousses. M- meese? M- Me- m- mousse desserts. Moosin. They have their mousse desserts <laughs> uh, over at, <laughs> at Satouli Canteen. Um, let's go over to Hollywood Studios. Ho- listen, Hollywood Studios, I think, is the park for holiday stuff. Don't get me Looks wrong. Like there's it. nothing like walking down Main Street with the big Christmas tree and, you know, all the decorations down Main Street. But Hollywood Studios has really been kicking it up over the last uh, couple of years, especially, right? Mm-hmm. So Hollywood Studios is a, a couple of places I want to check out this holiday season. The Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge and the Tune In Lounge. So this is the lounge connected to the two... Tables, two of the table service restaurants mm-hmm. in Hollywood Studios. So the Hollywood Brown Derby Lounge, Tune In Lounge, are offering Holiday Bliss November 8th through January 3rd. This is an adult beverage, by the way. Yum. This is vanilla vodka, sour apple liqueur, caramel beverage syrup, and vanilla ice cream mix. Uh, yes, please. This sounds right up my alley. Like, yeah. if we come there, I'm going to have to be like, Doug, I don't care what time of day it is. I got to try this thing. <laughs> Watch it be like, for $23, you can have. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll be like, dang it, no. No, it sounds good. Uh, This next one is available at a few places. Mm. The ABC Commissary, the Backlot Express, Rosie's All-American Cafe, and Pizza Rizzo. It is the Frozen Salted Caramel Hot Chocolate. 
available November 8th through January 3rd. It's a salted caramel beverage syrup, frozen hot chocolate mix topped with marshmallows and chocolate syrup. Oh my gosh. So yeah, throw- it's like a fancy sounding yeah. hot chocolate. Throw some kind of alcohol in there and I'm there. <laughs> that sounds That's really a BYOB situation. Yeah. Just bring a little, yeah, little flask go. of mama's vacation juice, you know, and just toss <laughs> very, it in the thing. Very true. Also at Rosie's All-American Cafe and the Trolley Car Cafe is Reindeer Moose. It's spiced caramel cheesecake over peanut butter mousse. And all of that's on top, a salty pretzel shortbread cookie. Yum. What? A salty... That sounds... That's a lot, right? A salty yeah. pretzel shortbread cookie. That's a lot of things. Well, you got salty caramel, you got mm. salty peanut butter, and you got salty pretzel. That's going to be like... Ooh. You're going to be hitting your uh, sodium for the day on that one. <laughs> Probably. But you're on vacation, and salt doesn't, doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last thing I'll mention in Hollywood Studios is unique to Pizza Rizzo. It's true Italian fare. You ready? Oh, yeah. It's butterscotch caramel cannoli. It's a holiday cannoli filled with caramel cheesecake, butterscotch chips, and chocolate flakes. Mm. And that's also available available November 8th through January 3rd. So you have just about two months of time yeah. to get there to get to get those things. They really went big with caramel here in, I know. in Hollywood. I guess that was like the one item that they felt like they could get in. They're like, we, we'll get plenty of caramel, so let's just make whatever we can with caramel this season. <laughs> we won't run out of it. Yeah. All right, last Magic Kingdom. Two places here I want to mention, one of which was the one of the places you had gone to for your uh, go-to budget meal. So we'll start there. The Sleepy Hollow location over there mm. in Liberty Square is offering a ginger apple funnel cake. Now, they're known for funnel cakes over there. That's their normal ones. Um, this is a gingerbread funnel cake topped with apple pie filling, vanilla ice cream, and you guessed it, caramel, caramel. Sauce. <laughs> happening again. This yes. does not sound appealing to me, honestly. I just don't think I would like it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Mm, I All don't right. know. I tend not to eat apple pie filling stuff. I don't like warm apple things, but I know people love it, generally yeah. speaking. So I guess we're in the same boat of people who don't, maybe don't like that kind of thing. But I'm sure people are going to be all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one, though, I think I think I might have to try out. Um, I I don't normally go to Anti Gravities, <gasps> but it's one of my mother-in-law's go-to places for mm-hmm. things. So typically, when she's here, we tend to go, and she'll be here in a few weeks. Yeah. And this will be available, so you might if you see this in my story mm-hmm. on Instagram, then you know that we went to this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Anti Gravities Galactic Goodies. They're offering Christmas cookie Sunday, a Christmas cookie soft serve. So get that. It's a soft oh serve gosh. ice cream flavored like Christmas cookie topped with whipped cream, hot fudge, and holiday sprinkles November 8th through December 31st. Yeah, that looks legit. That looks like something I would I would go for. So I'm going to have to mm. save all these notes and put that on my list. <laughs> Delicious. Yes. Oh, that sounds really good. All right. Should we talk about more food? I'm just that's kidding. all I got. That was my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that's my big news tender full of food. And now move on to some Disney history. Of course, as always, brought to you in partnership with the Mouselets. You can head over to themouselets.com to check out all their Disney-inspired merchandise, their unique series of bags, and their TikToks, all kinds of Disney history and fun facts and stuff. That's the Mouselets. All right, what you got? Okay, I'm really excited about today. So it goes back to 1997. So in 1997, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution ran an article about the Save Mr. Toad's Wild Ride website and its attempt to stop Walt Disney World from replacing the classic attraction. So the site was posted October 23rd, just one day after the Orlando Orlando Sentinel ran an article announcing Disney's plans, obviously to close the ride. So of course, I'm like, 
is this website still running? And by God, it is still up and running. So it is. Um, really? It's like, yeah, it's a website that's still up. It says we try. Now it says we tried to save Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but Eisner doesn't care about you. That's what it says. <laughs> that's like the the <laughs> thing at the top. And then it says. In the October 22nd, 1997 edition of the Orlando Sentinel, Walt Disney World sourced, uh, sources reveal plans to close the Fantasyland staple, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, in favor of a trip through the 100-acre woods with Pooh and his friends. On October 23rd, 1997, we were here. Disney fans from around the world have come, come here to express their belief that Disney is ruining the park by closing this classic ride in favor of the next big thing. It is up to us to let Disney know how we feel about this proposed change before it's too late, or at least before they make another decision of equivalent stupidity. Mr. Toad took his last wild ride on Monday, September 7th, 1998. Disney did not confirm this until less than a week before the ride was scheduled to close after lying to us for almost a year. While a Winnie the Pooh ride has definite has a definite place in Disney World history, it's not necessarily to uh, it was not necessary to kill Mr. Toad to make room for Pooh. Please let Disney know that they should have put the Pooh ride somewhere else. Were it not for the pure greed of the Disney company, Mr. Toad and Pooh would have lived in harmony. The fight's not over until Disney understands that uh, what it has done is wrong. Please help us swat them in the rump with the rolled up newspaper of justice. Bad Disney, <laughs> bad Disney. And then there's a link to email <laughs> Disney now. And then it, there's another thing that says the end is here. Well, it looks like that rat Fink Eisner has finally done it. Mr. Toad <laughs> had his last wild ride on Labor Day, September 7th, 1998. Thanks to everyone who came out and showed that they care more about Walt Disney World than the evil corporate weasels who control its destiny. We did our best, but they just don't care about you. And then basically it's like, uh, there's some other sections here. There's like other little things you can go look at, but that was the gist of it. Then they have like places you can contact Disney. So they have email, they have snail mail set up. Then they have another part. This is telephonics, which has phone numbers for Marty Sklar, Judson Green, Al Weiss, <laughs> Dave Vermeulen, the oh Disney catalog, God. Lee Cockrell, Greg Emmer, WDW info line, the publicity department and the main switchboard. And then they have like, they literally have snail mail addresses for all these people. Michael Eisner, Al Weiss. Um, like these are a bunch of guest relations. Um, and then they yeah. have online polls that you can, I mean, they really went hard for this. And the website is like, it's, it's a weird website. Like it's math.miami.edu backslash jam backslash toad. Dot oh. back, yeah. I feel like we need to share this, but it's worth looking at. It's hilarious. I was like, I can't believe this thing is still here, but it is. And it's a part of history now. I think we I think we can put a link to that website in our show notes yeah. because I think people, you're right. I think people should see that. Incredible. By the way, you know, you, you can still go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There is a place where Mr. Toad and Winnie the Pooh live in harmony, and that's it's called Disneyland. Yes. By the way, everybody. True. I don't know why you're going with the... the um, torches, oh, yeah. uh, you know, storming the you castle. You know how it is. Now I'm like, how many yes. websites are By there the out way, this? Like, is there one of these for uh, Snow White's? Or Happily Ever After? Raptor? Probably. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. We'll share info with you as we All find right. it. What do you have? Yes. Um, I'm going to take us back to 1982. And this is an, an excerpt from the Walt Disney World Eyes and Ears uh, publication. And you tell me what you notice about this. It was an Eyes and Ears article on a new resort. Announced in 1982, Cypress Point Lodge will be a medium-sized hotel facility located on the south shore of Bay Lake near Fort Wilderness Resort Campground, encompassing 550 rooms and 50 log cabins on the beach. 
Cypress Point Lodge will offer a romantic notion of a turn-of-the-century hunting lodge secluded in deep forest. Mm. Neither the trees nor the buildings dominate the entire area, but blend together in a natural harmony. One can almost hear the crackling fireplace and feel the large wooden beams offer a haven of security and comfort. You may know that resort was never built, and it was 12 years later when the Wilderness Lodge was built, which sounds similar, semi-similar to some of that. Incidentally, the Wilderness Lodge is our next resort for our resort rundown, so in a few weeks, I'm sure we'll delve a little bit deeper into Mm -hmm. this. And um, yeah, and it wasn't until years later when they added on the Copper Creek Villas as part of the DVC expansion that they put those cabins out there on the lakefront so maybe it was, I don't know, 25, almost 30. So my math, bath, my math is bad there. So 30 plus years later, they actually wound up getting cabins like they originally announced in 1982. Wow. They had those plans. It happens all the time. All right. Do we want to finish out with some jokes? I do want to do some Let's jokes. Let's do it. It's been a while. I feel like we haven't done jokes in like in quite <laughs> well, some time. Well, there's been nothing here. to laugh about, Greg. <laughs> yes. Why did Dopey go to bed in the fireplace? I don't know, Greg. Why? He wanted to sleep like a log. (laughs) Thank you very much. You're welcome. So the seven dwarves, seven dwarves, seven dwarves walk into a bar. Grumpy steps up first and asks the bartender for a beer. The bartender says no. Grumpy asks, why? Is it because of my bad attitude? The bartender says, no, it's because you're a minor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Why does Winnie the Pooh have sticky hair? <laughs> this could go really wrong, but I don't know why. <laughs> this is not a something about Mary joke, everybody. Relax. <laughs> why, Greg? <laughs> because he uses a honeycomb. Oh, my God. It only goes up from here. And I know that not everyone here follows the, the local news, and sometimes things make headlines here that maybe don't across the whole country. But if you haven't heard about it, I'll ask you about it. Did you hear about the kidnapping in Epcot? I did not. Tell me about it. No, it's okay. He woke up. <laughs> <laughs> that should have had the... That's the one that should have had the... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Some Disney jokes to, to end out our, our episode here. So good. Well, before you wrap us up with a quote, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a review on iTunes. Remember, we like constructive criticism here. Uh, it just helps us to be located easier with all the other premier Disney podcasts that are out there. We would like for people to find us quicker and easier. You can also follow along with us on our Instagram or the Tic Tacs at That Park Life Podcast. My personal par- uh, Instagram account is at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. And as always, if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, fill out our survey that we have for the fall, um, you can head on over to our website at thatparklifepodcast.com and submit any of those things that I just listed. It's- All right. You ready for a quote? Let's do it. The real question is, are you ready for Mary Poppins to school you today? Are you ready quote? for Mary Poppins? Ready as I can be. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, This quote comes to us, of course, from Mary Poppins. And I'm sorry, I will not be doing it in the accent, but you should be used to that by now. Okay. So Mary Poppins said this. That's a pie crust promise. Easily made, easily broken. That made me think, man. Am I out there making pie crust promises? I got to like, I got to step it up here. Pie crust promise. 
And with that said, we are out, and we will see you guys next week. We will return yes. for all the fun Christmas things, right? Because it's officially Christmas. You're welcome, everyone. It you is. have permission to decorate your house now. Feliz Navidad. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.